Welcome to As Luck Would Have It. My name is Jesse, and I've been attending Nykup Uniting Church for 15 years. We are a church based on Gadigal and Wongo land here in Sydney, Australia. You'll find us at Leichhardt Uniting Church, Luck on Facebook. Sermons are on YouTube under the same name, and you can find more information about our church and our team at leichhardtuniting.org.au. In this episode, as luck would have it, Gabby Love is preaching a sermon titled Rest for All from Luke 13, 10 to 17, originally, originally from August 2022. I will be providing the reading ahead of the sermon. This is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, verses 10 to 17, from the New Revised Standard Version. Now, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then, there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, He called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured her on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, There are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for eighteen long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things that he was doing. Thus ends the reading. Please enjoy the following sermon. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, etc., 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 etc. On the seventh day, God rested from all of God's work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, God rested from all the work of creating God had done. Has anyone heard the quote, if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness? Whilst the intentions of this quote are good, it's dripping with privilege, similar to the quote, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's true under many awards that employees cannot work more than seven days in a row. And depending on your industry, this can go up to 10 days in a row. But for most, the five-day work week with a two-day weekend is the norm. I myself work a nine-day fortnight, which means every second week I get a three-day weekend. Um, (laughs) And there's more and more research into a four-day work, the benefits of a four-day work week. God worked for six days, and then on the seventh day, God rested. But it's not like God goes and creates a new heaven and earth every week that we know of. Still, the importance of rest is significant. 
So what do you usually do on your weekends or your days off? How many of you fill up your weekends with chores, social activities, life admin, and when you get to Monday, you realise you haven't actually rested? I'm very guilty of this, so much so that I now schedule into my calendar events that say, make no plans. So let's go back to Exodus. When Moses comes down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, the fourth of which is, Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. For six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work. In Judaism, there are many customs surrounding the Sabbath. Work is not just work like we know it today in a capitalistic economy, but many different forms of labor. In the Mishnah, which is the written version of the oral law, there are at least 39 categories of forbidden labor, including activities such as carrying, cooking, cleaning, planting, sewing, writing, and so on. So for all this non-work to occur, there's a lot of preparation that needs to be done. You can't just pop down to the shops on the Sabbath, so you need to go do the groceries, prepare all the meals, make sure the house is clean, make sure you are clean. All of this additional work to ensure no work occurs on the Sabbath. And who do we think was doing all this additional work? All this unpaid domestic labour? I think the women probably had a little bit to do with it. And who are the leaders of the synagogue who reprimand Jesus for healing on the Sabbath? They are the men who came up with these extra rules to bind people to a legalistic version of faith. And I guess we could say that Jesus was not thrilled about it. So let's come back to Luke, just before Jesus is teaching in the synagogue. He's been out and about, chitter-chattering to people, calling the Pharisees out for being hypocrites, and telling everyone that he came to bring division. Watch Aaron's sermon from last week for more on that. So it's fair to say he's probably upset quite a few people. Anyway, on the Sabbath, he takes himself to the synagogue, everyone watching and listening, and then this woman walks in, and Jesus calls her over and heals her on the Sabbath. But the leader of the synagogue doesn't actually criticize Jesus, but criticizes the woman. How dare she come to be healed on the Sabbath? She could have come any other day of the week. Do you think that's what God meant when God rested on the seventh day after creating the heavens and the earth? That you cannot receive healing on the Sabbath? Can you imagine if you turned up to the ER on a Sunday because you broke your arm and security is standing out the front and said, sorry, we're closed. You had six other days where you could have come, should have broken your arm earlier in the week. We are dependent on the work of others, and others are likely dependent on our work. You know, in the last two years, the term essential worker has become prominent in our vocabulary. In particular, healthcare workers, teachers, public transport workers, courier services, certain retail and hospitality workers, and I'm sure more that I've missed. But in March and April of 2020, 2.7 million Australians lost their jobs. 
That's one in five workers. And we know from the images we saw on the news of the lines outside Centrelink that their work was essential for them. Essential to be able to put food on the table, to pay rent and to look after their family. And now those who were deemed essential workers have been given hardly a thank you. They are out protesting in the streets because they are burnt out and struggling under unfair working conditions, causing some to leave the profession completely. Yet over the election, you probably heard about how the unemployment rate is the lowest it's been since 1974. However, the un unemployment rate will never get to 0%. That's not the goal, as unemployment is built into our capitalistic system. There has to be, as Karl Marx put it, a reserve army of labor to fill the job vacancies, which at the moment are at a record high. But then we also have terms like the great resignation and quiet quitting, where people are leaving their jobs or quietly quitting by doing the bare minimum because they are realizing there is more to life than work. There's also this mutual feeling that we're all at capacity, that we've overcommitted ourselves inside and outside of paid work after being set free from multiple lockdowns. We are exhausted from all the work that we might just need a Sabbath. But in this passage, Jesus is frustrated. In fact, he is frustrated a lot of the time with our inability to realize that life is not black and white. I think the Jewish Pharisees were on the right track that work is not just what you do Monday to Friday. There are many different forms of labor, not all of which are paid. But God didn't ask us to keep the Sabbath holy just for funsies. God understood that we need rest because rest is healing. Rest helps us to look after ourselves, to look after others, to look after the planet. And rest can look different for different people and we don't all necessarily need rest at the same time. So when that woman walked into the synagogue and Jesus saw her, he saw that she needed rest and not just after a long work week, but after 18 years with a broken spirit. Why shouldn't she receive rest on the Sabbath? But more so, why has it taken 18 years for anyone to help her? Jesus calls the synagogue leaders hypocrites because they would give water to the animals on the Sabbath, which is permissible, yet would look the other way to a fellow human in need. Jesus is bringing the crowd's attention to exclusion of access. Why would we look after animals and not our neighbours? Why has the New Start job seeker allowance not been increased? Why is dental not on Medicare? Why is it so hard to access the NDIS? Why do casual workers not get sick leave? Why is only 1% of the Australian mental health care budget spent on prevention? Why are more and more GPs opting to charge a private health fee instead of bulk billing? Why do we continue to exclude certain members of our community from access to healing? We live in an individualistic society and a lot of responsibility is placed on the individual to sort out their own problems, i.e. get private health insurance. That's where the privilege from the earlier quotes comes in. 
It's not an equal playing field. We don't all have the same 24 hours and we don't all have time for wellness the way we might like. Some people work more than they should have to, trying to earn money to simply stay alive, and some are unable to work at all. Here's another quote for you you might be familiar with. A fair go for those who have a go. Well, not everyone can have a go, and certainly not everyone can self-appoint themselves five additional goes. But we have a new Prime Minister and a new government now who made a lot of claims about what they would change when they are in power. And now, similar to the synagogue leaders, they have the floor. So let's make sure we are like Jesus in this story and we don't let them shrug their shoulders and say, oh, well, there are six other days in the week. Maybe we can fix the problems then. This is taken from the World Health Organization's website. The right to health for all people means that everyone should have access to the health services they need when and where they need them without suffering financial hardship. No one should get sick and die just because they are poor or because they cannot access the health services they need. Good health is also clearly determined by other basic human rights, including access to safe drinking water and sanitation, nutritious foods, adequate housing, education, and safe working conditions. So let me ask you, what does rest look like for you? Do you have access to it? What does rest look like for your neighbor? God wants us to rest, but God also wants us to ensure our neighbors can rest. And that is why it is permissible to heal on the Sabbath. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of As Luck Would Have It, proudly presented by Leichhardt Uniting Church. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe and feel free to leave a rating or review. And you can also visit our website and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Have a great day.